Restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. gentlemen welcome to live from america you're locked and loaded right here from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire i am your ever so humble god-fearing and god-loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot and it's an honor to be here with you every single day one thing that i am 100 percent sure of is that no matter you whether you watch fox news cnn um, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, one thing that the mainstream fake news media has definitely gotten away from over the years is giving you both sides of the story. Now, all you'll hear is what you should and shouldn't think, what you should or shouldn't do, and nobody wants you to be a free thinker. None of these large corporations want you to think for yourself. And nowadays they control the flow of information so heavily that they can truly give you one opinion, one path, one direction, and you are to believe that story no matter what. Because they tell you to trust the experts. So what I've decided to do tonight here on Live from America, instead of giving you a cold open video like I normally do, I've decided to play for you something that the world leaders have suppressed. I've decided to play something for you coming from Russia, which the world leaders, NATO, the United Nations, and the rest of the people that make you think that there are these perfect beings 
I'm going to play the other side of the story for you tonight. Now, you are going to have to read the captions at the bottom because what you're about to hear is a message straight from Vladimir Putin himself. Now, again, I want to make sure that everybody knows that in no way is this an endorsement of Putin. What this is is allowing you to be a free thinker and allowing you to put pieces of the puzzle together with accurate information based on a one-sided story. Because one thing that we never get anymore is an unbiased story that allows you to make your decision for yourself. We should just get the truth, the full truth, and nothing but the truth. And we as functioning adults should be able to make up our own mind. Hence why they only teach the theory of evolution in school all over the world and not the truth, which is creation. They only teach the theory of evolution because they don't want to teach you the Bible. They don't want to teach you another way. They want you to see one way and one way only. So I'm going to do that for you right now. Make sure you've got your reading glasses on because you are going to be able, you are going to need to read what he's saying in this video. But what you're going to do is you might come away from this thinking a little bit differently because you need to put yourself in, in, the, uh, in the perspective of what you're about to hear. Check it out. По поводу гарантии и что будет от чего зависеть, будет ли что-то зависеть от хода переговоров. Наши действия будут зависеть не от хода переговоров, а от безусловного обеспечения безопасности России сегодня и на историческую перспективу. В этой связи мы ясно и четко дали понять, что дальнейшее движение НАТО на восток неприемлемо. Ну чего здесь непонятного? Мы что ли ставим ракеты рядом с границами Соединенных Штатов. Нет. Это же Соединенные Штаты своими ракетами пришли к нашему дому. На пороге нашего дома находятся уже. Ну разве это какое-то избыточное требование не ставить больше никаких ударных систем у нашего дома? Ну чего здесь необычного? Вот, вот как, как американцы бы отнеслись, если бы мы взяли там в, на на границе между, между Канадой и США или на, на границе Мексики и США поставили бы наши ракеты. А что, разве у Мексики и у, и у США не было никогда территориальных вопросов? А Калифорния кому принадлежала раньше? А Техас? Подзабыли, что ли? Ну ладно, все затихло. Никто не вспоминает про это, так как вспоминают сегодня про Крым. Замечательно. Но и мы стараемся не вспоминать о том, что как, как Украина это складывалась. Кто ее создал-то? Ленин Владимир Ильич. Когда создавал Советский Союз. Договор 22-го года союзный и 24-й год Конституции. Правда, после его смерти, но по его принципам созданы. Значит, ну, вопрос в безопасности. Но сейчас бог с ней с историей. Вопрос в обеспечении безопасности. Поэтому нам важен не ход переговоров, нам важен результат. Ну разве мы не знаем, я же много раз уже об этом сказал, и вы наверняка знаете хорошо. Ни одного дюйма на восток сказали нам на, на, в 90-е годы. Ну и чего? Надули, просто нагло обманули. Пять волн расширения НАТО. И теперь уже, пожалуйста, в Румынии, сейчас в Польше, 
появляются соответствующие системы. Вот о чем речь. Ну поймите же вы в конце концов. Не мы кому-то угрожаем. Мы что ли пришли туда к границам США? Или к границам Великобритании? Или куда? К нам пришли. И теперь еще говорят, нет, теперь и Украина будет в НАТО. Значит и там будут системы. Или, бог с ним, не в НАТО, а на двухсторонней основе будут. Базы и ударные системы вооружения. Ну вот о чем идет речь. А вы требуете от, от меня каких-то гарантий. Вы должны дать гарантии. Вы. И немедленно. Сейчас. Значит, so, But if you hear that, if you read everything that I read and you've seen what he was talking about, then it sounds very different from the mainstream narrative, doesn't it? It sounds very different from the very same people who lied to you about everything you've ever known. And that's not a conspiracy theorist statement. That is an actual factual statement. Who've lied to you about everything you've ever known. Sounds a little bit different than their narrative, doesn't it? Again, there are two sides to every story when it comes to politics, definitely. Maybe 10 sides to every story. And two sides to every story when it comes to two na nations going to war. And again, somewhere in the middle, there is the truth. And the truth shall, shall always set you free. Be a free thinker and don't allow people to tell you which way to think just because they're giving you the truth. I'd like to thank Darlene Dempsey. Thank you very much for the articles on the Trump rallies. Great stuff. And the box of Bibles. Mary Johnson, your book, Epiphany, uh, The Spiritual Journey to Find God. Thank you so very much. I'd like to thank Janelle Mitten for the donation. Sybil and Dave Kaiser for your donation. And I'd also um, like to uh, tell you that at the end of the show today, folks, we're going to read something very special. An American story of how we have gotten, how we have taken over this country from the ground up. Exactly what our message was from the very beginning when they stole the election on what we needed to do. And it's truly an incredible story, and I want to read it to you because it's so inspiring that it might just make you jump up and do the same exact thing. Let's go to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, where the truth definitely is. No matter what, no matter who's involved, the truth is always in the Lord. And we're going to read from this Jesus Calling, the evening version of March 2nd, year of our Lord, 2022. The nature of hope is that it refers to something in the future, something not yet. If patience is not your strong point, remember that it is a fruit of the Spirit. You can ask the Holy Spirit to help you wait hopefully in my presence. And when you wait, rejoice that you are in the company of the creator and sustainer of the universe. From Romans 8.18, it reads, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And from Galatians 5.22 and 23, Galatians, a beautiful, wonderful book of the Bible. The, few, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, which I need to get uh, a handle of once in a while, And against such things, there is no law. Before you turn out the light tonight, my life from America family, delight yourself in the privilege of being with me now and through 
eternity. And you mix that with this morning's newsletter, folks, it all starts to make sense. We need to focus more of our attention daily on heaven and the heavenly realm and the promise of God and the good news of God and not these earthly things. Please remove your hat as we go to the Lord and remember those two words, our Father, and how important they really are. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And as I was thinking of the cross while I was just saying that prayer, I was definitely thinking about the conflicts that we are involved in, how we could avoid them. But ladies and gentlemen, what we always need is the truth because the truth allows us to make calculated and strategic decisions. And that is exactly what these mainstream fake news media around the world has been trying to keep from you, has been trying to keep from me and everybody else on this planet since day one. But we are free thinkers now. And you can't stop us. Thank you to Donald J. Trump for that one, right? Anyway, folks, we are going to be right back with more Live from America right after this commercial break. Please stay tuned. So I I want to get your guys' honest opinion on what you watched there. Now, I'm not saying that Putin is definitely a guy to be believed every time he opens his mouth because uh, history has shown uh, that he's definitely not uh, the best person on planet Earth. Um, However, I want to give you a story real quick. My daughter came home from school today and she said, Dad, have you been reporting on what's going on on, uh, with Ukraine and Russia? And I said, and I was just waiting for for what she was going to say. And I said, yes, I have. Why? Have you been talking about it in school? And she said, yes, I've been talking about, we've been talking about it in school. And I said, what does school say? And she said, to be honest with you, and she goes, "Um, there's a lot of liberal people where we live. We'll just say that. There's a lot of liberal people where we live. Okay, and uh, so I asked her, I said, what school teaching you? And she said, well, they, um, the history teacher was showing us current events and he kept bringing up um, like CNN or something like that on the TV. And the whole class was like, CNN is fake news. And a lot of those people are liberal. And I was like, wow, that's incredible. And I said, so what did you learn about what's going on? And she said, well, actually, our teacher told us to, that, we, sh- that uh, we shouldn't be taking sides and that we shouldn't be getting involved in, some, in, in, in what's going on there. And I said, wow, I'm actually very surprised that that is what you were taught. You know what I mean? I'm very surprised that we were taught and you weren't taught something completely crazy or or told to uh, believe one way or another, you know, because I thought for sure that the school would be like, oh, you need to stand with Ukraine. So I want to ask you what you all think of what I just showed you. What you all think of what I just showed you. Do you think Putin and what he said was was trustworthy or not trustworthy as far as what he is doing, what he's with the with the uh, with the uh, the slow invasion, we'll call it, why he's doing it. And he's saying, if you didn't get to read that, let me just break it down for you. He's saying, what would America do if we did what they're doing on Mexico's border or Canada's border? What would America do if all of a sudden we became chummy, chummy and buddy, buddy with Mexico and we started putting our missiles right there in Mexico? It's the same. It's the same thing. He said they would feel threatened and actions would be taken. And that's what we're trying to do. Plus, he believes that the people of Ukraine are Nazis and drug dealers. Well, he's kind of a uh, he's kind of a mob boss himself. So what you're really dealing with is a bunch of crooked scumbag people 
But there are two sides to each story. And that is why that video was so grainy, because it's almost impossible to get any kind of video footage out. Truth is corruption. The truth in corruption is deep. You are right. Jeremy, do their teachers know what you do for a living? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And they actually showed, uh, they asked the class, they showed um, the little bit of the State of the Union last night. And they asked the class if the class knew who the two people were behind them. Uh, two ladies were behind Biden. And uh, the class said, that's Nancy Pelosi. And my daughter said, stretch face Armstrong and rolled her eyes. <laughs> so at least the apple doesn't fall far from the tree on that one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I understand what he's saying, Jeremy, not that Putin is good, but Ukraine is that bad. You know, I agree. I agree they are, 100%. Um, AFPEC is dead on money. AFPEC. I don't trust Putin, neither do I. Neither do I. But I do believe he loves his country and his people, and I do believe a portion of what he's saying. I believe a lot of it is power hunger, too, and control and all of that, yeah. But I believe a portion of what he's saying. Like I said, the truth is in the middle. Yes, my kids do go to Christian school, but one daughter does not. And that's the daughter I'm talking about. All right, let's get back to the show, folks. Big shout-out to all of you. Thank you for the Rumble Rants coming in. It's what keeps Eli employed. Otherwise, he's out of here. <laughs> Please share the video, folks. We got, uh, doesn't look like we've got everybody in tonight, and I'd really uh, appreciate you guys working hard for me on that as we get into the first and foremost section because we're going to start that right now. Here we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America from the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire. And um, I just want to let you know the reason why I played that video for all those who just are joining in after the commercial break and why it was so grainy is it's really hard to get video out of Russia right now. And again, it's, uh, I don't trust either side as far as I can throw them, but I do want to make sure that you have both sides of every story. So here we go. We're getting ready for the first and foremost, so put your cups up. Let's get that fuel for the evening. Here we go. First and foremost, as you know, yesterday's real headline in the mainstream media should have been something about the bombshells that Justice Michael Gableman dropped in his hearing yesterday. I shouldn't say in his hearing in presenting his report, the findings of his investigation into the election fraud of 2020 in the state of Wisconsin. The headlines on all news stations should have been fraud found in Wisconsin. Wisconsin must decertify felonious fraudulent um, activity in the state of Wisconsin. Former justice, former Supreme, uh, state court, uh, Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman finds fu- felony fraud. It should have read something about that. However, I didn't see that on any news station besides right here on Real America's Voice News. I didn't see that on Fox News. Didn't see it on any of those stations that claim to be for the truth. Of course, it doesn't fit the narrative. It does not fit the narrative. Now, we're going to get back to Michael Gableman's report in a minute, but I do want to highlight something very telling and very important about what happened before Michael Gableman decided to release his report. And Michael Gableman will be coming on live from America, hopefully this week, if not early next week. But before he even released the report to the public and to the House of Representatives there in Wisconsin, there were 12 Wisconsin counties 
that were already calling to reclaim the state's 2020 electoral votes. And that was, again, before Justice Gableman even decided to drop all the truth bombs on that report. So let's get into this, folks. There's been, uh, they, there's been an uh, updated number on counties that were requesting decertification of the 2020 election in Wisconsin, and that number had increased to 12 counties. But this was before yesterday's presentation of the evidence in front of the Senate. Oh, excuse me. I thought it was in front of the House. I misspoke. It was in front of the state Senate by former Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman. After presenting much evidence of corruption and fraud in the 2020 election, Gableman called for the decertification of the 2020 election results in the state himself. Now, when you've got a former state Supreme Court judge saying, look, every every piece of evidence that I've overturned would support decertification and reclaiming the electors. That's some serious stuff, folks. And again, wasn't on any headline. Makes you wonder why. Makes you wonder why it wasn't on every single headline yesterday. Now let's talk about the aftermath of what happened after uh, Gableman put out his, uh, his report. The testimony obviously shook Republican leaders in the state. And today, Wisconsin state Republican leaders including Assembly Speaker Robin Voss, which blows my mind, but we'll see how serious he is about it, and Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemieux called for an emergency meeting on March 16th in Stevens Point to discuss the next steps on this explosive development by Justice Gableman. This is massive, and I encourage every Wisconsin um, citizen to go to this this, uh, this, this meeting on March 16th. I believe it's open to the public and it's at Stevens Point. All right? Now, it would be really nice if we could get a few thousand patriots there outside the building to let the GOP leaders know how they feel about a stolen election. Heck, maybe I'll even go. Maybe that's something I, and, and as I was getting ready to report this story, I thought to myself, maybe I can work it so that I can get out there. The only problem with doing that is it's very hard for me to do the show on time, on the road, and I, and I hate to limit myself to that. So maybe it would be better if we could get somebody out there and have them come in uh, uh, by Zoom or something like that. We'll see what we can do, okay? County chairs and vice chairs. As I have been traveling around the states, county chairs have requested a dialogue with legislative leaders in person to have frank conversation. We have been able to make schedules work for the meeting of the county chairman on the evening of March 16th in Stephen Point, Stevens Point, and it will be from 6 30 p.m. until 9 p.m. This is for the county chairs and vice chairs only. The meeting will include a legislative report and discussion with Assembly Speaker Robin Voss and Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemieux, followed by discussion of direction and priorities of the Republican Party moving forward, as well as in the next eight months until Election Day of the midterms. We are aware that this is not as much notice as we would all like. I'm quoting right now, and I know some of you may be upset and vocal when more advanced notice is not given, but balancing schedules at this time of the year is difficult, and it is a question of whether to have a meeting or not. We chose to have the meeting. We have a great opportunity to take back our state, but we need to work together to get this done. I hope this meeting gives a chance to be on the same page as we move forward for to November. Please RSVP 
in the form below, and it's an Eventbrite form, which you can find. Um, probably the best way to get this is to either go to the government website right there, or the, the Republican website right in Wisconsin. You can also go to the Gateway Pundit. They have the Eventbrite uh, link as well. And it's, again, Wednesday, March 16, 2022, 6.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's at the Holiday Inn, Stevens Point. 1001 Amber Avenue, Stevens Point, Wisconsin, 54482, so that you guys can go back and play this and you guys can get the, uh, the exact uh, addresses uh, again. But ladies and gentlemen, this is huge. This is more than huge because, again, after that... The Amistad Project, and if you don't know who the Amistad Project is, uh, it's pretty much ran by Phil Klein. And Phil Klein is, is, is an attorney who's been deep into this election fraud, really with the Dominion machines. He has been vocal, he has been active, and he has been the tip of the spear as it, uh, as it, as it pertains to getting into these Dominion voting machines. So, following Justice Gableman's testimony yesterday, the Amistad Project uh, released video of Phil Klein's interview with election clerk Linda Sincula in September of 2021. This interview led to extensive investigations into election irregularities at Wisconsin nursing homes. The Amistad Project also connected Zuckerberg money to the voter navigators and the partisan activists who assisted voters, as well as partisan targeting of voters by government entities for enhanced get-out-the-vote efforts. Phil Klein tweeted out yesterday, the Amistad Project is releasing the video of an interview that I did with Linda Sincula, which really just um, vindicates everything that the Amistad Project and Phil Klein has been working on. And the reason why we taught, we're saying that is because after this next commercial break, we're going to get into what's going on with Phil Klein and the January 6th committee right now. But... In response to the special counsel Michael Gableman's testimony before state lawmakers, during which he played clips of, rec- of recorded interviews with Wisconsin nursing home residents and their families, the Amistad Project released video footage of the explosive interview that first tipped investigators off to the existence of voting irregularities in Wisconsin nursing homes, which also led to, by the way, and assisted in the investigation from the Racine County Sheriff's Department which has now called for five of the six WEC officials, the WEC, the Wisconsin Election Commission officials, to have felony charges. Does anybody understand the implications of everything that I'm saying here? We have a state Supreme Court justice, a former state Supreme Court justice, who's led the investigation into the voter fraud and specifically the Zuckerbucks. We've got the Amistad Project that was on top of this from day one, getting interviews from people in nursing homes, understanding exactly the fraud scheme and the strategic plan that was used in Wisconsin, which then assisted and led to the Racine County Sheriff's Office doing a more in-depth, because they've got the jurisdiction to do that, investigation on all of the fraud that was going on in the Wisconsin nursing homes, and it was actually facilitated by the WEC And now, ladies and gentlemen, this report comes out and even shows more fraud and more ways that the Democrats stole the election using the ERIC system, which is the voting, uh, the the voter roll cleanup system and uh, and, and other and other programs that are built, run, operated, maintained, funded and founded by the left. And if anything else. For all those who are listening, if anything else, if this leads to making sure that this stuff never happens again, then that's the first step 
into making sure that we hold accountable the people that were the cause of it the entire time. Can I get an amen, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to stay right on top of this because we know that there's not many people that are continuing to drive home the election fraud of 2022, but that is exactly what we're doing here on Live from America. We'll be right back right after this. tell you, folks, I don't understand why more people are not continuing to drive this home. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but I'm not going to stop. I know a lot of people have actually sent me emails saying, you got to stop with the election fraud stuff, dude. Nothing's going to happen. And I get so mad when I read those, when I read those answers or those, uh, those statements. But I don't, I don't lash out back at the people. I don't say they're wrong or, they're, or, 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 or I'm right and they're wrong. I don't do any of that. I say thank you and I move on because I'm not going to stop. Okay, one thing that I promised you guys when you guys agreed to pay my salary, build the studio, build the business, hire help was that I was always going to go with my gut. Tell you the truth. I was never going to lead you astray. And if I was wrong, I was going to say I was wrong and I'm sorry. Okay, I make mistakes. We all do. But I am not going to give up on the very thing that has put us in this mess to begin with. And that is an illegitimate resident in our White House. That is, look, I will respect the office of the presidency all day long, even if my guy or girl never wins, if I believe that the game was won fairly. But as long as the game was not won fairly, and I have seen the evidence and the proof of my, with my own eye, my own eyeballs and earballs, I'm not going to give that respect to that man or that administration or any of his nominees or anybody in their stupid little alphabet agencies because they don't deserve the respect. And I'm never going to stop. You've got my word on that. Even after we win the midterms, I'm not going to stop. Even after we win or get put back in, however it happens, the presidency, I'm still not going to stop until every one of these losers is in jail or excommunicated from the political environment and the political world forever and marked as a loser. You're welcome, Gracie. I appreciate that. It's my honor to do that. I'm never going to stop. You've got my word. Okay? Let's come back from this break now. It's good to read some of your guys' comments. Never stop searching for the truth. That's, I agree. You know what? Let me go over to Getter real quick. I want to jump over to Getter. I see Ruby Hines over there. Good to see you, girl. Brian Tharp says, how can you respect an intruder who hijacked the White House? You can't. Thepeoplesconvoy.org, Missouri. How you doing? Time to take America back by force. Oh, you are right. You are right. Matter of fact, I was going to show a bunch of the the footage and the photos that I received today from the trucker convoy, but we're going to save that for tomorrow's show because I got a whole thing about the convoy tomorrow morning. And I want to thank my friend who sent me all that stuff while I was working here in the studio today. How you doing, Lee Emily Nelson? I'll never stop talking about the fraud. Promise. A wise man once said, (laughs) that's not me. That's for sure. (laughs) I I never was guilty of being called uh, wise. All right, let's get back to the show. Here we go. Folks, uh, thank you for being here with me tonight on Live from America. I want to welcome the entire Real America's Voice audience from Roku to Fire Stick, from Apple TV to Android TV to Samsung TV to Dish Network to Pluto, right down to the, uh, to the 
live streams on Getter. I want to say thank you guys all for joining and becoming part of our Live from America family here. It's, it's truly an honor, and I know we've all got the same goal. So let's work together and have all boats rise. Moving on, folks. Right before the break, we were talking a little bit about Phil Klein, and we're going to stay with Phil Klein because he is now one of the new subpoena recipients from the January 6th Unselect Committee led by the yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney and her little lapdog action figure Adam Kinzinger. They're taking it to a whole new level now, you guys. The Rat Pack is what I like to call them. Not the Brat Pack. They're the Rat Pack. Matter of fact, I might do a T-shirt that has every one of those losers on the January 6th Unselect Committee on there with rat tails, just like Tony Fauci, and rat faces and call them the Rat Pack. Either way, they're starting to go into uncharted territory. Well, not really. Obama did it. But now they're going after the reporters of their political opposition. So, you know, people at OAN, people at Newsmax, uh, lawyers who worked behind the scenes, who can show evidence, who can show proof, like Phil Klein. Well, the tides have turned, ladies and gentlemen, and, and guess what? The tides are going to turn on these thugs, this unselect rat pack. The tide will turn on them, and they will all reap the day, rue the day, and they'll reap what they sow. On Tuesday, the floundering <laughs> January 6th committee announced their latest victims of harassment that will include attorney Cleta Mitchell, OAN's investigative reporter Christina Bob, who, by the way, has done a great job has done a great job throughout this entire debacle of an election fraud. Christina Bob is a great reporter, and you're going to subpoena her now? And Phil Klein from the Amistad Project, Liz Cheney, and her gang of thugs and rats called these conservatives now to harass Cleta Mitchell, Kenneth Chesbro, Christina Bob, Catherine Frice, Kurt Olson, and of course, Phil Klein, she tweeted about it yesterday, all happy, power-hungry as she is. Maybe she'll shoot somebody in the face like her father. The fraudulent committee may not like what they find out, especially when they're digging deep into Phil Klein, because Phil Klein is not somebody that you're just going to push around, okay? He could run circles around Liz Cheney. He might get tired after number one. But anyway, OAN reporter Christina Bob was an attorney for President Trump following the 2020 election. Her work is privileged. Liz and her committee know this. And the same goes for attorney Cleta Mitchell. They don't care. They're not into finding out the truth. They're into manufacturing a narrative and bringing people in so as soon as they're there, they're automatically labeled guilty by the left-wing mob. That's why they do this. It's all for show. It's a movie, ladies and gentlemen. Action. Hollywood at its worst. Phil, well, actually, Hollywood at its worst would be pedophiles, but you do have Joe Biden, who's also a... Anyway, I digress. Phil Klein is an attorney and in the forefront of investigating the Dominion voting machine. Sound a little bit like a scare tactic like the FBI did to me when they came knocking on my door knowing damn well I wasn't in that building, these scumbags. Amistad Project is leading the investigation of voter fraud in Wisconsin, and they have it all on video. That's the video that we were talking about in that last segment. Is Liz Cheney really ready? Is Liz Cheney and little Adam action figure Adam Kinzinger really, really ready for the big dogs to come in? Because when they, if they ever go toe-to-toe with people like Phil Klein, Sidney Powell, Cleta Mitchell, or anybody else, they will be absolutely 
hammered and destroyed. The only thing that would save them that day is the power of that stupid little wooden gavel. That would be it. We need to start rising up and not letting them talk over us. We need to start rising up and not letting them make fools of us. We need to start rising them up and calling them out and calling them out in public right where they stand for exactly who they are. You wanted to call me here to talk? Well, let me talk. And I would talk until they dismissed me. I would talk over each and every single one of them. I don't care if I considered them a Republican or a Democrat. I would just talk like I was filibustering until they shut down the entire day. You want to play stupid games? Then you can win stupid little prizes. Now, working off of that for a little bit, who is to blame? I'm going to ask you a very serious question right now. We all know that lately a January 6th political prisoner defendant committed suicide. And we all know that Matthew Perna committed suicide because of the constant political harassment of the left. But who's in charge of that constant political harassment? Who is in charge of sending Merrick Garden Gnome Garland and his thugs after these people? Who's in charge of giving the DOJ and the FBI information to charge or investigate these individuals? Well, ladies and gentlemen, look no further than the Rat Pack. Look no further than the January 6th unselect committee of Liz Cheney and Adam... Uh, Adam Kinzinger, look no further. Those are the people to blame for the suicide death of Matthew Perna. Matthew Perna's heartbroken family will say goodbye to him this week. After more than a year of enduring nonstop torment, by the U.S. Justice Department, the D.C. District Court, and the news media over his minor involvement in January 6th, Matthew Perna, 37, hanged himself in his garage on Friday night. His funeral is scheduled, was scheduled for today. In a loving yet raw obituary, his family minced no words about who they hold responsible for his suicide. Quote, Matthew Lawrence Perna died on February 25th, 2022. His community, which he loved, his country, and the justice system killed his spirit and his zest for life. He attended the rally on January 6th, 2021 to peacefully stand up for his beliefs. He entered the Capitol through a previously opened door he did not break in and was reported where he was ushered in by police, as a matter of fact. He didn't break, touch, or steal anything. He didn't harm anyone. And he stayed within the velvet ropes, taking pictures like it was a tour. Can we say entrapment? For this act, he has been persecuted by many members of his community, family, friends, relatives, and people who have never even met him. Many people were quietly supportive, and Matt was truly grateful for them. The constant delays and hearings and postponements dragged on for over a year. And because of this, Matt's heart broke and his spirit died. And many people are responsible for the pain that he has endured. Dead. 
Liz Cheney, dead. He is dead. Ashley Babbitt is dead. While you sit up there and betray your country and betray your party and betray your faith and betray your moral compass and betray the United States of America, people are actually dying because they're not getting the fair treatment or the fair trial or a speedy trial or a fair judgment or a fair ruling. Dead. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have a moment of silence followed by a prayer for Matt, his family, and the rest of the J6 political prisoners whose lives have been absolutely destroyed while our Republicans sit up there and put Ukrainian flags on their shirts to stand with Ukraine and clap for an illegitimate resident crime boss. Have a moment of silence, please. Lord and Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we pray for an armor of God to be cloaked around these political prisoners who are being abused, silenced, oppressed, and tortured by a government that says, in God we trust. Lord, we know that all things are done by your will, and we are all on your time and your path. But Lord, if there is any, if there is any relief that you can give to this family, the families of all of the political prisoners and them and themselves, Lord, we pray and beg that you give that relief. Lord, we pray that you give them justice and also justice to those who have caused such harm. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Never in America, you guys. Never in America should this ever happen. You expect this to happen in Ukraine or Russia. But not America. We'll be back right after this with more Live from America. Please stay tuned. The January 6th stuff really breaks my heart, really add, brings a tear to my eye, and really, uh, really gets me mad, too, you know? You're right. You're right, Papa Six. Where's the outrage? Say his name. Matthew Perna. Jeremy, did you read my letter? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Thank you for that, by the way. My wife read it, too. My wife was the first one to read it, actually. God will have his revenge, says Angela, and it won't be pretty. God's wrath rarely is. How you doing, brother brother in Christ? David from Massachusetts. How you doing, my friend? We'll be down in Massachusetts this Sunday. Dave Bray, USA, and I recording the Armor of God song. How long will they drag on January 6th? Till the midterms. Till the midterms. Thank you, Jeremy, for prayers for January 6th. You're welcome. 
We should do that more. God is watching and he does not forget. He does not. Horrible the way that these prisoners are being treated. It is, 100%. What do we got here for time? Let's come back. Let's do this next segment. Because this is... (laughs) Got some good stuff in this next segment. All right, folks, here we go. Back to live from America. I love you. Please share the video one more time for me, if you would be so kind. Let's come back from this commercial break, and let's break right into it, shall we? Folks, welcome back to Live from America. I want to thank you very much for not only sharing in prayers with me every day, but sharing in beliefs and sharing in a moral compass of where this country should be. It's really nice to be among so many people who think like I do, who understand and and who are in touch with the way the world actually works. And I can tell that by your comments. I can tell that by conversations, letters, and any kind of correspondence that we have with the audience here on Life from America. It's, it's the greatest thing I've ever been a part of, and I'll never, ever forget it as long as I live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we all know that COVID is over, okay? I don't want to hear the word COVID again. I don't want to hear Fauci run his rat mouth ever again. I don't want to see another mask. I don't want to see another person socially distanced. COVID is over and COVID has been over. And consistently, day after day after day, the CDC continues to release statements that coincide with everything that us peasants have said for months and months and months. It's absolutely mind-blowing how we were so right all of this time and none of us are virologists. However, what we tried to tell everybody about myocarditis and swelling and blood clots and everything else that was happening is now a fact and is now even admitted by the CDC. They released international data on the risk of myocarditis caused by mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. The new update published on the CDC's website, actually on February 22nd, scientists say prolonging the interval between the first and second dose from six to eight weeks, quote, may mitigate the risk of myocarditis or pericarditis and improve vaccine effectiveness. So you're saying that for this entire time that you were jabbing Fauci juice into people, you had no idea that you were screwing people's lives up forever until now. Well, this is why we usually wait three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and sometimes 10 years to find out the efficacy of the vaccine and the risks of the vaccine. Isn't that incredible? The CDC, oh, and by the way, by the way, I never agreed with Operation Warp Speed from the very beginning, but I understood why it needed to be done. I understood there was, no, nobody would really have been able to make an, a, a choice otherwise. But saying it then and saying it now, Operation Warp Speed should have never been a thing because there is no way. Warp speed to get it done, that's fine. But warp speed in order to get it in people is not fine. Because the only thing that you need to ensure that people are safe is time. Operation Warp Speed to create the vaccine, yes. Big shout out, President Trump. Operation Warp Speed to get it in people's arms, no. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. 
The CDC said the relative risk for myocarditis caused by mRNA vaccine is higher in young males aged 12 to 39 years old. Well, how about that? According to the update, a three or four week interval continues to be the recommendation for people who are moderately to severely immunocompromised Adult ages 65 and older and others who need rapid protection due to increased concern about community transmissions or risk of severe disease. Ending the interval between the first and the second dose might reduce myocarditis risk. CDC released a new study examining international data and policies on preferential recommendations of the mRNA vaccine product or extended primary series intervals as they relate to myocarditis and or pericarditis. Below is the summary and the findings of each country. Long story short, it happens. And it happens very regularly in young males 12 to 39. Well, geez, that makes up, I don't know, hundreds of millions, if not billions of the population of the world. I just don't understand where common sense and logic has gone. Where's it all gone? You know what I mean? Why must a vaccine and actual help be politicized? And I understand why power, power hungry, money, everybody wants an upper hand and they're using every division they can. But I mean, we the people, all those masky pad people that wore their mask in the car by themselves, did they not have any common sense? Are, were, are we truly just that much of a dumbed down, ignorant society who puts all of their faith in their phone and their elected officials? Or is that maybe the case? I don't know. I don't know. But I do know one thing. One guy who's gotten it almost 100% right since the very beginning, since the very beginning of this pandemic, is Governor Ron DeSantis. Love him or hate him, that guy will be president someday. He's presidential. He's smart. He has common sense. He's in touch with the people. He's also in touch with politicians. He knows how to be in the middle, but he knows how to govern for the people that put him where he is. I love this man. I respect this man. And he will be president someday. Ron DeSantis is America's governor. And like I said, he has gotten it right almost 100% of the time. And what I'm about to show you is another, another circumstance or another situation where he's gotten it right. Ron DeSantis visited the University of South Florida. And when he walked up to give his speech, there were college students standing behind him, all masked up, every one of them. Now I know that they were probably told to do this out of respect. Or they're continuing to still be brainwashed because they're part of that generation that just loves the masks now. I don't know. Either way, Ron DeSantis was having none of it and not only said, hey, guys, we don't need to wear that mask. He said, take them off. That's the kind of stuff I want to start seeing. Check this out. Play the clip. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take them off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything, and we got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine, but this is, a, this is ridiculous. we got to play right, this well, again. It's good to be at USA. we got to play this again. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take them off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything, and we got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine, but this is, a, this is ridiculous. <laughs> 
<laughs> Please take them off. They're not doing anything anyway. If you want to wear them, fine. But this is ridiculous. Man, can I just move to Florida? I mean, I love New Hampshire. Don't like my governor. But can I just move to Florida and be near that guy? I think being near that guy or being in a state where that guy lives would actually make me a better person. The people of Florida are so lucky that he won by the narrow margin that he did win by. But now they know who he is. Now that they know what he does. Now that they know how he governs. Ron DeSantis could be governor for as long as he wanted. And he, and he will be president someday. He will be president someday. God bless that man and God bless the great state of Florida. Now, to go from one very presidential governor to a very weak illegitimate, illegal, unskilled resident. Joe Biden was caught virtue signaling today, much like those children, much like those college students were virtue signaling, standing behind Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis said, take those masks off, stop virtue signaling. I mean, he didn't say that, obviously, but you get my point. Joe Biden, he also was virtue signaling today to the press at the White House. And he walked up with the ash on his forehead for Ash Wednesday, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, in honor of Ash Wednesday, I'd like to say, ladies and gentlemen, this is the beginning of Lent. If you are a practicing Catholic, this is a very special time for you. I will tell you that even though I'm not a Catholic, I actually do uh, give up something for Lent all the way through Easter. And I think it's a very, very great tradition. So he comes to the uh, he comes to the reporters and he's got the ash on his forehead. And people called him out on it, and they're like, you stand for abortion. What are you talking about? You call yourself Catholic, but yet you like to murder babies. And then, of course, right before he could answer anything, because he did not know what to say, his puppet master and the one who should be tried for elderly abuse, Jill Biden, comes up and saves the day. People of Ukraine. And last night, you said you support Roe v. Wade as a Catholic. I didn't support abortion as a Catholic. I tell you what. I don't want to get in a debate with you on theology, but you know. Well, anyway, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make a judgment for other people. intentionally targeting? What's worse than virtue signaling with a mask on? Virtue signaling to Catholics that you're a Catholic by putting ash on your forehead like Nancy Pelosi and him do, and then turn around and say it's okay to murder a harm uh, a helpless baby. Murder a helpless baby, and of course, Jill Biden, right there to pull him away. I don't want to get in a, I don't want to get in a theology discussion with you. What, what are you talking about? A theology discussion? It was a simple question, there, guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't want to get in a theology discussion with you. What do you mean a theology discussion? They asked you why you're why you're celebrating uh, Ash or uh, Lent when you uh, when you clearly. Support abortion. So for that, we you know we got to give it to him. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Joe Biden and Jill Biden, you get the dumb dumb award of the day. Stop pretending. Stop pretending to be Catholics because you are clearly, clearly not Catholic. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Anyway, folks, we are going to take one more commercial break here on Live from America. This is Real America's Voice News. I'm Jeremy Harrell. I'm having a blast with you tonight. It's been a great show. Got one more quick segment, and we'll be back right after this. Stay tuned. 
did it. We did it, Joe. He probably got the ash from an ashtray. <laughs> he probably got the ash from Hunter Biden's crackhead ashtray. You know, um, does anybody know much about Roe v. Wade, by the way? Does anybody know much about Roe v. Wade? Because I want to tell you something. I want to show you a picture. Bear with me here real quick. I want to show you a picture all real quick. Now, this was sent to me by Michael Snee. Michael Snee also wrote this children's book called Back on the Wall and sent it to me. Wonderful book. Sent some Bibles. But Michael Snee... I did get your package. Thank you very much. And Michael Snee is very much against abortion, very much against Roe v. Wade, and he's been fighting it for a long time. And after reading your letter, I will get in touch with you, Michael. But these men right here, these men, these sick, disgusting justices voted 7 to 2 in 1973 to allow women to murder babies. Of course, nowadays you'll hear, you're not a woman, so if you're not a woman, then you have no right to talk about it. Oh, yeah? Do you see any women here? Because it was, it was a group of seven old white males who gave you the power to legally kill a baby to begin with. So don't give me your virtue signaling crap. It was these sickos who voted seven to two in 1973 to allow babies to die. And by all means necessary, we will overturn Roe v. Wade in my lifetime. We will overturn Roe v. Wade in my lifetime. You can bet that. And if we don't, may God have mercy on our souls. Let's come back from this commercial break and let me give you an inspiring story. I beg you to please stay. Don't go anywhere and get your friends in to listen to this because this is powerful. Okay, here we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. I want to read a very inspiring story. I don't have a lot of time, so if you'll allow me to dig right into it. A year ago, a little over a year ago, we found out that we needed to do a strategy, and that was win this country back from the bottom up. The way this country is designed is the people at the bottom have the most power, not the people at the top. It seems the other way around, but not according to the Constitution. So we decided to get involved. People from all over the country started getting involved in parent teacher uh, or school board meetings, started getting involved in city council meetings, started getting involved in precinct meetings, started getting involved in uh, county uh, party meetings, started really getting putting the uh, pedal to the metal and getting involved in taking this country back. And I would like to read a very, very inspiring story of just that right now by the name of Tanya Jordan from Fall Waters, West Virginia. Jeremy, I, have, I just have to share with you what our family freedom team has done and is still doing. Listen, this is incredible. Our school board in Berkeley County, West Virginia, is so left and woke. Our team has been to every board meeting since the school year started. We have addressed the board on the mandatory mask rule, CRT, the division training, or the diversity training all our teachers had to take, and the pornography books in the libraries, etc., This week, finally, masks are now optional in our schools, and the book that was being taught is now in none of the classrooms that was pure filth and has now been banned from the school. Little victory, she says. I think that's a big victory. Our team also has vetted four people to run for the school board because there will be four openings. 
We are so organized. We have rallies, town halls, door-to-door. We go door-to-door. We have signs in yards. And also, we have radio stations that are willing to interview our candidates. Jeremy, my daughter organized Family Freedom and got us all started. The primary is in May. I have never been involved in anything like this, but I know God is with us. Thank you for opening my eyes through LFA, how to fight the left, and that we, the people, need to take back our country. I love you and your family and the LFA family. I am a monthly donor, and my husband loves the T-shirts that I buy for him. My daughter is going through a divorce, and it's heartbreaking, but she is strong and loves God with all of her heart. Her daughter will be going to Liberty University, amen, this fall in Virginia. Please pray for them. Ladies and gentlemen, is that not an incredible story? Is that not an incredible story of taking things over and taking our country back? And she did it. They did it. They're doing it. They are living proof that we, the people, are the majority. And we, the people, have had enough. And we, the people, do have the power to take it back. It may not be a flick of a switch. It may not be quick. It may not be tomorrow. But it does happen, ladies and gentlemen. And that is a beautiful story. Thank you, Tanya. Now, before you guys go tonight, before I let you go, I do want to say if you do find value on the show, then please go to JeremyHerald.com and check out the new gear. There it is, Armor of God. We've got beautiful Armor of God t-shirts in men's and women's sizes, and we need to represent for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So check out the Armor of God shirts on JeremyHerald.com. And do not forget also that if you go to my pillow. Dot com. You can also put in the promo code LFA and there's 50% off slippers and everything right now. So God bless you guys. Thank you for watching. Please consider becoming a monthly donor here on JeremyHerald.com. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Until then, keep your families close, keep smiles on your face, and spread the gospel and spread joy. See you later. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.